0: Lie, man. I was up at 5 a.m. this morning for who knows what reason. And I just haven't, I feel like I'm behind the ball. But you know what? As they say, the show must go on. The show must go on. I wore the mask today as a reminder, everyone out there,
1: that coronavirus is still a thing.
0: Uh, Mm. Just everyone Mm -hmm. to be
1: safe and uh, be careful. So uh, wear your masks if you got them. Uh, And I wear
0: wear my headband as a reminder that it's hot as. outside and you yeah. need to you need to stay cool and absorb that <laughs> gotcha <laughs> and you wore the
1: sunglasses does uv prote- remind people about the of <laughs> uv protection right That's- you do you know it you okay. know it all right perfect uh but you all know, i feel you man like i'm i'm feeling a little out of it too literally like 30 seconds before we went on air one of my paintings that i had hung up on the wall fell off and smashed and there's glass like everywhere now
0: are you it's serious not-
1: yeah, so I'm just gonna like leave it there until after we're done the show. I'll clean it up later. Hopefully, I remember. I
0: wonder what that means. I wonder what's the painting of.
1: Well, it's it's a Batman. It's a Batman drawing that I had stepped out. Uh,
0: so okay. It's,
1: uh, you know, a little ominous, but that's what. Okay. We'll get through. We'll get through, on,
0: right? The show yeah. must so, go on. Like like we said. So, that's let, the theme. That's yes, the theme. that that is. so uh this week we got a lot of things that we want to talk
1: about we don't have a guest but we have a lot of content that we want to go through uh we're going to be going through this week in hip-hop because there's tons of news that happened in hip-hop this week we're going to be talking about unlikely collaborations earlier in the week our teammate jody was uh, on the instagram she threw out the question for everyone uh, for unlikely collaborations we did get some feedback which i'll throw to v in a second uh we're of course going to feature an indie artist that uh you know, it's, it's a beautiful girl that's got a awesome voice. So, looking forward to that. And we have a couple of surprise announcements. I don't know if we can tease anything at this point about that V. Can
0: we tease anything about that? I think I think we should. You want you want me to do it? or do You want to do yeah, it?
1: Yeah, no, no, go ahead, man. I know you're excited about this. So
0: yeah, this is actually Jody's like uh, love child, or I guess her her baby. So she she wanted us to. Make sure we, we um, told everyone that we are, have a tip jar now. I know, I think that's like a, a big thing in the streaming Twitch world, which is weird. I don't know if people get tips for video gaming, but hey, I guess if you're providing value and content, why not show a little love? And I think, uh, which does tease the, the other um, announcement that, that it will be a contest. And through the tip jar, it'll help us with operating costs, uh, through the week and and things that we're going to be um, doing to help give back and and give you guys some some uh, some value, you know. Are you saying that like if people help support us, then we can do more things for them, like contests <laughs> and different sort of giveaways? Is that what you're saying? I think that's how it, yeah. that's what I'm saying, brother. <laughs> All right, so that's exciting. We're gonna have a
1: little bit more details about that, uh, the the really sort of the giveaway and the contest that we have, which is sort of exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Me um, as well. Yeah, but um, well, let's let's start off with the news as we have below this week in hip hop. Um, I know that not everyone out there is a hip hop head, and we'd like to keep it diverse ourselves. V uh, and I are predominantly hip hop heads, got to be honest. But we are opening our palette. Actually, we have opened our palette quite a bit. We have quite an extensive background of musical influences we enjoy. But mm-hmm. hopefully, with the interaction and being introduced to new artists on the indie, indie features, then we're sort of, you know, expanding our musical palette. Yes. Um, but this week was a big, uh, a big versus this week. It was a uh, DMX versus Snoop Dogg's a couple of dogs going at it, eh? A couple
0: of dog- <laughs> Some dog on dog, uh, violets, I guess, but yeah, it was, cool. it was, it was far from that, man. It was very peaceful. I think, um, I don't know if that's, you know, I think Snoop is just like a loving, like, you know, once he was a Rasta guy, Rasta yeah. man, and he went through his Snoop lion phase and we all know he's, um really heavy into the herb. So I, I think he's just by nature, a, a loving, loving guy. And, you know, wants, wants peace, even though he yeah. shuts out like gangs, like during, during the, uh, gang <laughs> gang. <laughs> you know, Crips and Bloods during the, uh, yeah. during yeah. the versus broadcast. But um, yeah, I, ju- I just wanted to say like, um, before we got to your thoughts, I thought the verses have been stepping up their production value. Um, okay. You know, we talked about this. This time, um, and maybe this is something we could try one time, but this time Snoop and DMX were both in the the same studio, in Snoop's studio. Mm-hmm. And I think that was pretty cool because you could see, like, they had some, like, the tracks on the screens. Um, yeah. They had, like, refreshment. They had, like, um, you know, people, I think they had a DJ there spinning both their cuts, and, and they were both, had their microphones. And I, you could just tell that there was um, some pre-production going on, right? Like mic checks and, and they, they were just on their game way better than any other verses I've seen.
1: Well, I guess it's just like us. Like, you know, it was the first few verses were pretty sloppy, right, like the out just like our show, when we were pretty sloppy and we were cutting in and out. But slowly, you're right, they have been progressing to be better. Um, so I didn't catch this one, but I've seen a bunch of the other ones. Uh, I saw it, like, you know, on YouTube or sorry, on YouTube, on Instagram, you know, they were retweeting some of the clips and stuff like that. So it did seem like it was a high energy, uh, in your opinion, B, these versus battles, is there a clear winner to you? Is that why you watch these things looking for a winner or do you just enjoy the music?
0: Yeah. Like I think maybe for some of them, like it started like that. Right. Um, yeah. especially with the the RZA and the, um, and, and I don't know if it, it depends on the type of, and sorry, the DJ premiere is what I meant to finish my, finish my sentence, but uh, good. But the, um, you know, especially with, uh, I think it depends on the type of artists, right? If like they're, they're hard. And I just think it depends on what stage they are in their, their careers. I know there's been some chatter about 50 cent and TI going at it. Right. And they were both, mm-hmm. and you know, what kind of person 50 cent is, right? He's always like trolling everybody. And, um, so, so I think there would be, depending on the level of competition, it would uh, depict what kind of outcome you would get and, you know, if there would be a winner or not. And How with, expensive uh,
1: their, their library is too and all that sort of stuff. In a way, it kind of ties in with the theme of the week, uh, the unlikely collaborations. Like a versus is just another form of a collaborative effort between a couple of artists, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Like and I guess it's just a new way for them to come together. And I guess as we were talking about it, um, it'd be cool to see, I don't know if versus is, uh, up for expanding. I know they're in the, the hip hop genre, but it'd be cool to see some other genres going at it. Uh, one of the things we were talking about, cause, uh, th- th- this specific week had us going back in time a bit. Um, but, uh, what about some nineties grunge, right? Like some sound g- garden versus some Pearl jam.
1: I know uh, some
0: of our listeners would love that, right? Like uh, Mario and and uh, some of our old school heads and in, in, into that that kind of uh, genre would be cool. Yeah, you don't
1: really hear too much about uh, rock uh, versus. I guess that's just a predominantly hip hop thing. But yeah, why not? Some of the some awesome music come out of collaborations, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Uh, is there any other matchups that you would want to see that comes to your mind?
0: Yeah, I think I'd like to see. I don't know why, but like a. Um, like a yeah, Kanye versus maybe a Radiohead like and for talking about cross genre things because sure. they're both geniuses in their own rights right and uh you know you've been to a Radiohead concert I've been yep. to a Kanye um concert of course and just I think that would be you know pit their really abstract experimental tracks against each other would be that'd be pretty cool
1: what do you think about like a boy band uh, challenge like a, like an Instinct versus Backstreet Boys type of thing Oh, like
0: imagine if like talk, talking dollars. shit. Yeah, like talking shit. Like that would be cool. Like that. That would be awesome. And if they if they they had the performance aspect, I think, I think that'd be cool. Like if
1: Spe- they danced it out too. Like they have to like come up. That'll be kind of all right. I, I don't mind that.
0: I don't mind that. I don't like, You know, they think some of them are balding and like got bellies and just like, they have to like keep up the moves. That'd be jokes. I, like I just are
1: dripping are in good. sweat by the end of it because they're not used to it. missing all their cues and stuff. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. We got some, we got some shout outs there. We got, uh, what's for real. I don't know what that is, but. Oh, is bro. That, that
1: was <laughs> for real was like the boy band thing that I was a part of when I was in high school. Me and uh the Dave and James and Zanon, I know these are just random names to people, but uh three of my buddies just you know started singing like idiots, and uh yeah, <laughs> that's what that was
0: interesting, yeah, so there you go. comes full circle with the, the boy bands and um mm-hmm. a little a little insight into Dante's past yeah level, right? yeah,
1: Jesus
0: yeah for real, for real, but I know um yeah, so that that was the verses. Um, I know we've been keeping a pulse on Kanye ever since we featured one of his tracks, and I know you more so than me because you, you know you're more plugged in into the politics. And now that we found out that Kanye is going to get, or was going to run for office, we don't know where that lies. Can you can you give us some insight as to I, where he is and all that, and like what's going on with him? I don't know, man. That guy's gone
1: off his right. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I don't think that he can qualify to run for. Uh, president. I mean, there might be a little window that he could still get his paperwork in or whatever to qualify in time, but at this point, it doesn't seem likely. It seems like he's just being very just dis- divisive. Some people are thinking that he's in Trump's pocket, trying to split the votes there. Uh, other people think that he's just lashing out because he's got the mental health issues. But like at some point, we as an audience have to stop paying attention to this, you know, and let him get his help and kind of not be so encouraging it. You know, we, can, we shouldn't be encouraging this sort of stuff. So if, he, right. if he said he's going to have like a rally or something like that, like don't go, you know, why are you going to support that? It's it's not a good situation right now.
0: Yeah, and, and I think you were telling me earlier, like uh, some of the highlights from the rally. Can you share a few of like what, what, like, what and, um, was that all about?
1: This is, a, yeah, I don't think it's appropriate, but basically he just kind of was, you know, um, Talking a lot about uh, his his child and his his situation with his wife. We don't want to get into any personal uh, you know things that's going on there. basically he was just lashing out in a in a dangerous way socially, especially uh, with some of his comments there. so uh, I am do, do have a, a question about this. If someone has this type of behavior, I mean we're not really in a place to judge, but it is a questionable to say the least. does this take away from his caliber of music? as an artist or you know like say someone was like drinking and driving and got into an accident like do things like that detract from their artistic value to you as a fan?
0: I th- it's a good question man I think it depends on <laughs> how far he goes you know he's he's gone pretty far but I, I feel yeah. like if He's just on the cusp of of going just too far, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you know. like it just kind of dilutes his his um, messaging and his his music because also he hasn't been consistent with that, and that that was kind of leads us into the 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 hot tracks area. But it was an amazing week for music. He could have made it even better, right? With uh, his supposed drop that he hasn't done, right? It was supposed to be out on Friday, but I guess that got Push back, and who knows like you know there's there's a level of accountability that's just not really happening there right
1: that's right he's just delaying and delaying um I didn't think that the, the it was going to come out
0: um
1: what he said it was because I feel like this isn't the first time he's delayed uh, a release, is it
0: no, I think not, yeah, like I know Jesus's king was delayed a bit too, yeah, but it
1: seems that like these outlandish things that he goes on sort of happens when he's gonna drop and an album, you know, like it feels like he has these sort of things. Uh, so I don't know how much of it is a publicity stunt, but that just kind of goes back to I don't know how we can support him. Like, let's not enable him. Of course, if it's a mental health thing, let's support him the in the positive and in the right way. And maybe that's just giving him space, right? Because uh, yeah, I think that he's kind of destructive right now to a lot of the movements going on.
0: I feel I feel you. And and since Kanye didn't drop this week, why don't we why don't we talk about the people that. Did do something like with the the music this week. Sure. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. We had a bunch of uh, new releases. Uh, Let me just pull up my list here. Uh, J. Cole, Drake, Logic, and Juice World. Okay, so those are four heavyweights right now, heavyweights, legit heavyweights in the hip hop game that released Mm -hmm. new content this week. Uh, I'm sure that the audience has a varied sort of taste on all these guys. I know I know some of them better. I like some of them better than others. But right. we're here to give everyone an open shot. So I listen to this with open eyes and open ears. Uh, what did you think of these four tracks?
0: Well, there's like there a few of them. Jay Cole had a couple, like two tracks. Logic, he had a full-length album re- uh, release. Yeah. And that was supposed to be his retirement release. Um so you know it's a it's gonna be a banger going out on a bang right sure
1: and yeah. then
0: juice world actually was released i believe two weeks ago, and that is a post humanist is that is that a word post humanist that's a that's a word uh, we'll say it's a word it feels like a word so i I'll, I'll say it's a word um <laughs> and that was a post humanist release and Drake had um a feature on one track and then i actually he was featured on all tracks. I guess he, he does that when I think he's going to uh, get ready to drop something of his own, like kind of like almost like a, like before, before his own kind of music comes out, he's like on a bunch of artists. So he was on yeah. DJ Khaled's and um, Heady one, I think his name is from the UK. Yeah. And um, yeah, like my, that's kind of like the order that I, I had it, that, that we got it listed. These are the order of like, Impact and that the tracks that I, I found that the most significant were J Cole, The Climb Back. Um, Logic had a few cool ones, and I know you're gonna you've been following Logic for a bit, so I know you're gonna give a spiel on the, that one. And then Juice World, um, we talked about it a bit. I, I found his album very repetitive, and you know it's it's sad to see. You could see the demons there with uh, the the drug references. Uh, the uh, the references to codeine and, and pills and, and things like that. But a standout for me was uh, Righteous. Um, huh. And then Drake, one song that uh, I thought was fire was Popstar. And then the other one, uh, which I thought was a miss, was Grease. Um, and I thought that he was copying a lot of like flow. I know a lot of people were tweeting about it, saying he copped like the weekend's flows on that one. Um, so yeah, that that's where I have it. And, and I will ask you a question before we get into the other ones about Drake, like, you know, the, the J. Coles, the logic, and even to an extent, Juice World talking about like his demons. You don't really catch too much of that with Drake, but you do hear him talking about, you know, the pop star life, you know, as in like this yeah. case. So, do, do you, do you find it weird that he has like this huge platform, but isn't talking political, isn't, Um, making references to to what's going on in the world.
1: Yeah, we definitely did talk about this a little bit. I I think he's playing safe, really. Uh, By not having like a strong opinion, you can't get mad at him one way or the other. And I think that he's going a different approach, like I mentioned to you, like a globalist approach, where in the latest song, he's rapping in in Arab, I guess, and he's got uh, the artist from the UK and he's doing some more global stuff. I know he did a lot of dance hall stuff before with the islands. So I think that he's trying to bring people together that way, but you're right, he's not commenting so much on what's going on. And maybe as a Canadian, he's a little bit removed, but certainly he's got a massive, enormous platform that he could he, he can have strong influence uh, with whatever he says. And, you know, he, he's savvy, right? Like, he's smart and he's with it and he's clever. Uh, so, you know, he's got the, his finger on the pulse with it. Um, but that doesn't, to me, that doesn't, you know, I don't fault him for that. Like I said, he's playing the safe game. So I have no problem with if he wants to kind of step out of that, but uh, my thoughts on, on some of the music there, uh, the J. Cole was nice, he was conscious as ever, you know, like he's always been a lyricist. Um, I, I like the Lion King of the Ice, I think that that was the, the, the really that I enjoyed, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Think, yeah, I'm not sure why, I couldn't tell you why, but it just sort of resonated with me a little bit better. Um, the Drake, I did like the Only You freestyle, I thought that that was kind of, that was cool. I, I, I do have an affinity for, for the British, uh, the UK style that drill rap. Going back to my Dizzy Rascal days in university, I used to love that guy. Uh, but that that sort of like tough, grimy flow, uh, I'm big on that. So I, I like that. I didn't mind Greece so much. I didn't mind Pops. Those are right. You know, I, I didn't have any problem with Greece. To me, that's a recruiting tool to try to get Yanis into the tempo to Toronto by releasing a song. Greece.
0: <laughs> I don't. I didn't hear any references. Like I thought I heard him talking about Paris, like our Paris or something. I was like, okay.
1: And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't. I, yeah. He didn't clearly say Giannis come to Toronto. He didn't say that. but, no, like, no. You
0: know, yeah. but I, I don't even know. Did he even say anything about? Did he say Greece in the song? I don't know. I People watching, can no. you tell us about? But like, yeah, I don't know. I found that a bit like like he's he's just all over the map right now with his flows yeah. and styles, right? I
1: yeah. guess you
0: gotta you gotta stay. I'm um, motivated and inspired. Mr. Worldwide.
1: He's the new and, Pitbull, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah, I I, I thought I like the other J Cole one, like the, the climb back a little bit better. And, um, just on what we were talking about before, you know, especially with Kit and Cuddy and like the, the mental health that there's, there's some like references there at the end of the song saying like, you know, we need, uh, you know, his, his people need a, a hotline to reach out to if they feel like they're going to pick up a gun or something like that and violence. And I really appreciated that. And especially like, um, some good, um, I don't want to say speeches, but some good like uh, speeches within the songs and voice um, clips of of speeches within J. Cole's, as well as in Logic's. Um, some good references there. So yeah, check out well, all those tracks for it's real.
1: Logic, I just want to touch on him real quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, quick. yeah. That's your boy. So The Juice World, just real quick. Unfortunately, that didn't resonate so well with me. You know, like I'm not a big Juice World guy. He to me emulates like the young culture of hip hop fans out there. Uh, it's a little emo-ish, um, and, you know, okay, I, I'll give him some some love because he's doing it um, consistently, and he's got a pretty big fan base, and, you know, he seems to have, like, a lot of support there. But, uh, like, to your point, it was very repetitive. Got to give him credit for talking about emotional stuff and sensitive stuff, but it just – I wasn't vibing to it very much. So right. I couldn't really handle, like, a few songs, and I was like, I'm gonna, uh, I had to uh, – Uh, But I spent that time, though, extra time on Logic. Um, I thought that Logic album was pretty fire. Uh, I asked you the question, how many songs on an album does it need before you can consider an album to be fire? And to me, I think that Logic hit that quota. Uh, Standout songs, uh, GP4, just the regular intro. But one one specifically one, I don't know if you caught this, the Man I Is. uh, It's got a sample from Outkast's Spotty Auditopalicious.
0: Right, which I think is probably a sample of something else. The like, oh. I mean, yeah, like they probably because like the they probably sampled those horns and. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry. Yeah,
1: I thought that that was a, a nice callback to, to to Outcast. It seems like uh, it, was, it was it was a hot track. So yeah, the Logic album, no pressure. I rate that one a lot higher than I do the Juice World. Juice World, sorry. Rest in peace, Juice World.
0: Absolutely, so that- yeah. there's some good references in that that Logic album too. Like. You know, um, reference, like he, he pays homage to, to the, the artists that come ahead of him, right? Like it's a different style of hip hop. Like the Roots, Eminem, like he's, you know, he's on that way. Like, I think uh, I heard a lot of No ID uh, shout outs. So I'm assuming right. he produced like a good chunk of it, if not all of it, which is, you know, um, the legendary producer who produced Kanye back in the day and um, from Chicago. I do think oh, that like
1: he's yes. he's got like a classy touch to it too. Like some of his samples, the piano riffs and stuff like that, it's it's a mature sound. Mm-hmm. And I do like how he has like the the, the samples, the, the word samples. Uh, you know, they're the, the different speakers, they're philosophers. It's not like he's just picking out of other songs. You know, he's mm-hmm. picking picking out of speeches. Uh, he's pretty big on the social justice as well, and I think some of that kind of comes through in his songs. It's reinforced by these speeches. So right. it's pretty conscious stuff, you know, logic, smart guy,
0: right? Yeah. Interesting. Right. And it's, it's interesting. Cause like all, you know, we we talk about Drake being very business savvy. Um, obviously we're going to be talking about Jay-Z in a bit. I wore my Jay-Z shirt, but, um, and you know, his business savvy, but logic, man, he's, he's on his business grind too. He, um, you know, this is his retirement, his like last, last album. And he just signed an exclusive deal with Twitch. So he's going to be streaming, and I think he, it's like a million dollar deal. So um, much love, yeah. Just see Blackwood shout-outs Blackwood saying that he dug the the Logic record, and yeah, no doubt it was it was fire. And
1: so, so he says that he's retiring. Like, is this a real retirement? You know how Nick and Minaj she said she retired too. That lasted like two years.
0: Well, that we'll that? see, right? Like, you can't uh, you can never take the um, the music out of the artist, right? um let's see how far video games and dadding go that's well that's what his twitch handle says or his twitch channel like video gamer and dad so let, let's let see but he yeah he got a lot of followers on his uh first stream after he announced that um and announced the deal and right. just tying it up with with juice world as we transition to the next like the main crux yeah. of the, the show yeah. i did notice on the album though there was there's some mashups on there right like you know the the producer slash DJ Marshmallow, like very yep. like Marshall. there was like this like Rocky, like um, and I think there's like some kind of that influence too uh, in, in, juice world stuff. And that, that track uh, with Marshmallow was it's been huge. It's like, I think it's like on top of like, like uh, billboards and, and like the billboard charts and stuff. Um, I don't know where, but so don't quote me on that, but I know it has been on. And so I think that's a good way to wrap up what, what happened in hip hop this week, sure. and then and then start to transition over to our main theme, which is awesome. unlikely collaborations.
1: Awesome. Okay, so this week we're looking at unlikely collaborations, and the more I think about it, that's not really a fair term because nowadays everyone seems to be collaborating with everyone. There's a huge laundry list of collabs out there that I'm sure are super famous. That when we threw this question out there, it came right to your mind. Uh, v and I focused on a few, but before we get into what uh, what we had, uh, V, what other notable ones kind of stood out to you, or what other ones were you considering before you selected your song?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I don't know why. Like the first thing that came to my mind was the Eminem and uh, Elton John, like the the, the gravies or whatever that they, they oh, yeah. had there. Well, but, that's really like, unlikely. That's unlikely collaboration. That's right. unlikely, and and we 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 put it out to and I because it's our thing where we show love to everyone who gets involved in and. In, contributes in our group, um, the Humble and Hungry group on Facebook. So shout out to everyone there. And right. I just want to shout out a few people who um, answered. So Derek, he he mentioned uh, Watch the Throne. That's a classic. Jay-Z oh, and Kanye cannot sleep on that one. Um, that's probably one of my favorite ones. Again, For and that's sure. one of the reasons why I wanted my Jay-Z 444. Too sure you can see all his albums. Um, Abiti, again, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Crazy that's in Love. Uh, a huge record, huge
1: record.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I think there's like a underlying theme to all of this. I, I, don't, I wonder what it is. But um and we, we, you know we'll get there. But then Kala, she she likes uh Queen and David Bowie, um what's uh Rob Thomas and Santana. Yeah, and
1: I remember that track, it was a banger.
0: Bowie and Mick Jagger. Um Paul was saying Maynard and the Death Tones don't know if anyone knows that one and also you might remember this one uh Estero and Black Eyed Peas before Fergie remember that song weekends yeah yeah yeah, that? yeah 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 that's a good oh, video
1: too i like that yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and and the last one was page who uh also echoing kala's uh sentiments david bowie and um queen with under pressure so yeah that that was the group's uh thoughts nice. shout outs to them with uh, getting sure. involved there uh,
1: some of the other ones that I was thinking about, of course, got to go Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. That was a, that was a massive. Love the video. There. Love the video for that. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Sting and Shaggy.
0: You know what that one? I think they did a. They, I think they did a live or something. Did they do yeah. uh, NPR Tiny Desk? I saw something. They like did like that. a Broadway
1: thing together. Yeah, most <laughs> so um,
0: definitely.
1: The one that burned off of the the Run DMC Aerosmith that I'm going to talk about in a minute was Anthrax and Public Enemy. Out yes early. yeah. That was another one that I saw quite often. I'm going to list a few more. Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh whatever Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga are putting beautiful music out together. Um Mac Miller and John Mayer, Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake. And uh, another one of my favorites was uh David Bowie and Bing Crosby singing that little little Dr- drummer boy.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Kind of like I don't know. Well, Chris,
1: David Bowie really kind of did a number on me when in that movie Labyrinth as a kid. So to see right. him like again as the little drummer boy singing that it was kind of a weird a weird thing for me but
0: you got anyway. down. You got down. Yeah. So, uh the
1: the song that I, that I chose uh this week was Walk This Way. Now, everyone here has heard that song, right? That opening riff is like just classic and you can probably hear it in your head right now as I, as I as I mentioned it. Uh, This was, I guess you can technically say that this is a cover because it's not, not, they're pretty much just re-recording the the same song, same lyrics there. Uh, A little bit of background information about it. Uh, Run DMC used to get a sample of this track, but they never knew who sung the track. They just knew the sample. They knew that and that opening riff, a couple of like scratches, and the people would do freestyling beats over it. And it wasn't until uh, Rick Rubin came forward and he was the one that, that encouraged the that Run DMC does a little bit more effort here in re-recording this music. Do you do you have an opinion on Rick Rubin? Before I know we have a lot to say
0: about him one day,
1: but uh, yeah, man, as well, right?
0: Just a visionary man. It's crazy that at that time um, in history in hip hop history, like I think his whole and and correct me if I'm wrong because you, you probably did a little deeper on this one, um, but I think his whole vision was to bring hip hop. To the other, like people who didn't like in the rock world. Meaning, a lot of people didn't see hip hop as a legit genre. They didn't right. see it as music, right? Yeah. And I think his his goal and his you know vision was to be like, no, like this is this is a real legit thing. That's right. And Rick
1: Robin thought that hip hop was the music of the future. So him and Ron Simmons working together with Def Jam, you know, they were the ones that tried to bring.
0: Hip Hop Russell Simmons Russell Simmons I got I got Kreptur What is that Ron
1: Simmons Oh Ron Simmons oh Ben Simmons Russell Simmons, sorry Uh but yeah uh, so you know they 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 um he was credited to help bringing hip hop into the mainstream with this song uh, a couple other things that stood out to me, that uh, this was considered the fourth greatest hip-hop song ever by VH1, which was kind of impressive to me. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said that this is one of the 500 most influential songs. So it's getting love on both the hip-hop and the rock spectrum, which is which is awesome. And I just love that when Run DMC Run-DMC recorded this, they had no idea that it was going to be as big as it was. Right. Uh, they thought that My Adidas, which was also released recently, that's another banger of a track, they thought that that was going to be their biggest song. And they were just blown away to hear that Walk This Way ended up being huge. And uh, I did see an interview on DMC, and he was talking about this and how he was so against Aerosmith at first and so against this sort of collaboration Sweet. until he got, got coaxed into it. And then once he did, and he realized how incredible of a song this is, the song changed his life. So his right. message at the end of the interview was like, be open to collaborations. Don't be afraid. Like, like, Don't say no. Other people might have other ideas that can you know, introduce you to different things that you never thought of before. And right. that, that's a theme that you and I have talked about a little bit before, too, about working with other people, being open to that sort of collaboration. And this is an example of how one you know, decision to be like, yeah, I'm going to work with these guys ended up being like one of the biggest songs in hip hop and rock you know, in the last 30 years. Right.
0: Right. And um, my question, another question is why did Rick Rubin choose Aerosmith for the sample? Do you know, do you know that? Do you know why?
1: I do not know why. I mean, Aerosmith was not yet blown up. Um, fun fact, this was actually the video for this run DMC. That was the first time Aerosmith was in a music video. Interesting. You know yeah. So like people didn't even know what they looked like before that. So it could have been because they were both on Def Jam's label. I'm not sure. Do you have an answer for that?
0: No, I don't. I, th- I think like, he, he just wanted to, like a band or, or something that like, or a sound. He was going for a particular sound, right? Yeah. Like, um, well, it, it, was more about, it was more about the riff than, than anything else. Sure. And, and then
1: Steven Tyler's like lyric and his flow, like he kind of rap-ish sings already. You know? Yeah.
0: It's got like this kind of like nice rhythm to it. Right. Like it's, it was, it was yeah, it was a really, really cool, cool uh, lick there, guitar lick. But um, I thought the, the last like thing I want to say about Rick Rubin, I thought it was just so cool that like he was just ahead of his time. He was like in, oh he God. was operating um, his record company out of his dorm room. And a lot of people yeah. like were just like, yeah, was this kid for real? But then when they talk to him, they're like, this guy is focused. He knows where, like he's got this vision, right? and i think that's why you know a lot of artists want to um want to work with him and and still do right and they still like look to him as like this guru that's and right. you got the and, golden touch most definitely yeah and I, I don't know i think that might be a good place to transition to to the next uh place most definitely so
1: yeah last thought on Rick Rubin though i think maybe v one day we should do an episode on Rick Rubin and like his influence cuz i don't think the masses out there knows like how deep his his talents go with respect yeah,
0: I would, I would, you know, I read a book, a book like where, you know, the Run DMC book, like way back in the day before I went through all this stuff I went through. And like, yeah. I, I remember reading some stuff on him, but I'm always captivated by his interviews. And yeah, people, people of the interweb and our humblest folks, please let us know if you, if you, you want to see that, hit us up in the comments or any other like people you think we should, uh, you know, focus on. Yeah, uh, that's yeah because I think there is some some definite um some definite content there for sure we can we can touch upon.
1: Awesome. All right, so let's talk about your track. So you went with Jay-Z and Linkin Park. That's a banger of an album. Yeah. Tell us about it.
0: Yeah, it was it was it's a definite interesting um album like to be honest with you, I didn't really um listen to it when it came out. Like I was obviously up on the Black album and yeah. um probably later in like later in like end of 2008 9 I was into Linkin Park but before yeah. that I was I really didn't give this album like time of day and it's kind of interesting because I'm you know now a fan of both of theirs um obviously Jay-Z and Linkin Park but um just to give everyone a little bit background how it came to be um basically Jay-Z dropped his uh his album black album in 2003 and like we were talking about uh logic (laughs) retiring that was supposed to be his retirement album right i think that was supposed to be his first retirement album and as as you can see here these are like the albums listed he has like four albums after (laughs) after that or something right so that's what I'm talking about. No one's ever really retired. No one's right? really retired. And um, I'm not sure. I think it might be on that album that he says it. But we, we said, and we, we were trying to get it right all uh, the morning. It's like, Jay-Z says he's he's a businessman, not a bi- – or is he – he's a business man. Something, something. Yeah. I can't get it. But he's a, he's a businessman. He's, he's at the, you know, top of that business savvy world sure. of being a – uh, hip hop. I think it's like net worth like a billion dollars or something. He's crazy. Like he's probably, you know, um I don't I I think he surpassed P Diddy, if not like really, really close. But um so
1: if he didn't need to do this for the money, why did he do this record? That's
0: record, why I think right? that's why because I think he's retired and he's like, hey, I'm I've already got recorded content. I don't really need to, you know, um do, much more like he he can like Jay-Z, I don't know if you've seen the making of the Black album or any of his his uh recording process, but he records like vocals really quickly. He's really efficient. He does it in one take. So I don't know if it was that, but I think like maybe it was just like the, the artistic process. I don't really know. Uh but he saw it obviously as a business opportunity. And prior to the <clears throat> excuse me, collision course coming out, by then Jay-Z had already done MTV Unplugged. And right. so you know, with live instruments. So he already knew what the uh, appetite was. And um, what happened was, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Danger Mouse, but Danger Mouse um, remixed the Black Album with the Beatles. Yes, and
1: that's an amazing album. I love that.
0: And, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic album. It's a fantastic album. There we go, James. James telling us, "I'm not a businessman. I'm Thank a business you, big copy. man." Comma. The comma's key. There. That, that's comma's the key.
1: key Comma right? is
0: key. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, like that. That album was. I think he was not blown away, but it, it, in MTV's eyes, it, it showed us like, "Whoa!" Like there's a potential here for mashups. Yes. And yeah. like my favorite song off that. Just the side note here off that gray album is what more can I say? Oh my gosh. And yes. I think it's mashed with, uh, as what's the Beatles song? My guitar, like the the yeah. yeah, that's a friggin' like I have that song on repeat on some playlist somewhere, but yeah, that everyone go check out that track. Um, but yeah, so they saw this as an opportunity for Jay Z to, um, for Jay Z to you know make some you know some money, like because obviously men. MTV saw this as a, a great like uh, uh, opportunity, and anyhow, he was able to select who he wanted to work with. Um, and since Linkin Park was, I've learned uh, the genre new metal, which is like uh, a form of heavy metal that fuses like hip hop. So you got like remember Corn? I totally forgot about that uh, band like Corn, Limp Biscuit. Um, and you got Linkin Park, and since they already had like this hip hop element, I, I think J- Jay Z ha- like uh, was aware of Mike Shinoda, who's you know the producer behind them. Yep. Um, he selected he selected Linkin Park.
1: And the rest is history. They came together and they put out one of a banger of an album. Uh, fun fact, I did party with Mike Chioda one time. I remember we talked about this a few days ago, but uh, he is uh, predominantly known as like the DJ in the band, I would say, is that fair to say? If you're watching a video, he's, he's the one he's the, the, turntables.
0: And uh, producer, and producer, and rapper, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, so. and I was at a wedding in Cabo and he ended up being there. So we did, uh, I think we had a, a drink or two together but that was before my fandom of Lincoln Park, so I didn't really know who he was at that time. Uh,
0: maybe but, better, maybe better.
1: <laughs> so this is a like I said, this is a great album. Um, would you would you consider this one of Jay's best albums, even though it's not a Jay Z like album? You know, it's a collab album.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like there's only like a couple tracks. There like there's six tracks on the album, and like they pull from a couple albums from um, Lincoln Park. I think it's called Meteor, like the the albums of Linkin Park are Hybrid Theory and Meteora. And for Jay-Z, it's uh, Black Album, obviously, Uh, Volume 2, Volume 3, and The Blueprint. And so I don't know. I I think the the one that stands out on the album is Numb slash Encore. It actually won a Grammy. So there you go, people, um, for Best Rap Song Collaboration. And I think it... He, he definitely achieved what he set out to do, right? Um, oh, yeah. If we think about Venn dr- diagrams with Jay-Z and Linkin Park, um, and then in the middle is Jay-Z and Linkin Park, I think he definitely got that new audience that, that he wanted to. And let's be honest, he probably along the way inspired tons of artists, right? So we could talk about, um, and I'm sure... Um, you know the the Run DMC, Aerosmith, and the Public Enemy, Anthrax, and um, even Kid Rock at that time in in the '90s was really kind of fusing a lot of that, those genres as well. But um, yeah, in the, in those times, right? Yeah, like when then the, the Limp Biscuit Method Man. I remember that collab with oh, yeah. the, the prim, Primo on the cuts. Ooh, that's a sick beat. Should that's check that one out right after. But um, yeah, the you um, know you got like you know Lil Wayne got into his his uh, rap phase and with, with Travis Barker, I know he collabed with a bunch of hip hop artists like MGK. And then you got the yellow wolves and uh, you know, artists of that, that nature that just kind of span and even Eminem to, to an an extent as well. Right. So um, yeah, I think that that collab really had a huge impact on, on culture and just fusing genres. But um, Mm -hmm. I think we're due for a new one. Uh, I guess like the little Nas X, uh,
1: Billy Ray Cyrus is the latest new one, but we're due for a new, like two heavyweights in their genres coming together, making a banger of an album. You know?
0: Absolutely. And, and I think, um, I, you know, I, we could probably go on, um, I probably have a lot more stuff to, to talk about, like at the end of the day, uh, Jay-Z, I just want to say one last thing about Jay-Z's, uh, genius. He's just, he, he crafted it all out, right? Although Mike Shinoda was producing, mixing the the album and everything, so he was he was taking care of like getting Linkin Park all orchestrated, but Jay Z was overseeing everything, right, as an executive producer. Like seeing some of that video was awesome, just to see behind his, like the way he thinks, and he's like, hey, maybe we cut this out, maybe we do this ad lib, and like he was just in his ear, and like he just has the vision, so. Shout out to, to Jay-Z for uh, no wonder he's on everyone's collab list because I think he's just got this vision that's beyond everyone. And um, the, the fun fact about uh, you're talking about Rick Rubin, one of the songs on Collision Course, uh, 99 Problems, produced by Rick Rubin. So there's already that kind of segue into um, hip hop, hip rap rock, right? So really, really good. Br- brings it all full circle. And I think we can um, say, you know, that this was this week in unlikely, <laughs> unlikely that's collaborations. But uh, I, I say we 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 go to uh, the <laughs> indie feature because we're we're starting to to I hear get you, to the I end of the you. day. So yeah, here we go.
1: No, I, I hear you. B. All right. Yeah. Thanks for that. But yeah, we could talk all day about collaborations. There's lots more out there to go through. But we do want to give some time to Connie Fletcher. We're going to give her a little bit of love. She is our indie feature of the week. So, <clears throat> Connie. Connie, Connie, Connie. I listened to a bunch of her tracks there. Uh I do one one stood out to me, but uh, before I get into which one I like the best, the what do you know about Connie? What can you share about her?
0: Yeah, so Connie and I, not, I, I always forget, like when it time comes to uh talk about the indie feature, how we met, but I think uh again the pre-save group and she's been, you know, supportive. She's been dropping songs and um supporting other artists in the pre-save yeah. group. And so Shoutouts to her for that. Um she sh- she's uh from the UK or she resides in the UK. I know that. And I know she's been singing since the age of three, so that's respect. Wow. And she, she's yeah, that's that's huge. And she's play- she plays six instruments. But what I do know, and if you guys you can follow her on Instagram, we got we got her uh handle yeah, there. Nice. Yeah, so definitely check her out. But she loves the guitar like that's her you know her love and you'll see why if you check her out on Instagram she has the most like live videos or Instagram videos of anyone playing the guitar that I've seen like it's just I think she she must post one a day or something and it's it's awesome because in this time of pandemic in quarantine um you know, all you need is a guitar. And, and I think with her song and that the song that we're, we're talking about is originally an Elvis, uh, it's an Elvis track and it's a cover of Elvis. It's just, you know, her style, very simple, but yet her voice is so effective. Right. And it's so beautiful that it, it allows sometimes less is more, right. You don't need a huge production to really right. accomplish what you're set out to accomplish. So,
1: so I think you're talking about Fool's In," right? That's the track that you're talking about, which is an Elvis cover. Uh, so, so Connie did, uh, I guess, more of an unplugged acoustic version of the song Fool's Russian. Uh, like I said, minimal production to it. Uh, it is very simple. It's very, it's like stripped down, you know. It's just like her vo- her vocals really resonate through that song. Uh, the other one that stood, stood out to me, I know, V, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but there's a track called uh, Who I'm Supposed to Be. Uh, and I thought that that one actually was ended up being my favorite, uh, it's, especially with respect to like an original track. Um, there's a lot of different sort of covers like that one that we're talking about. Fool's Russian has been done a lot of times, a lot of different artists. But this this was as far as, far as an original song goes. Who was supposed to be I thought was very good. Uh, it was just felt very personal. Uh, to your point about her having a guitar, it it does got a little bit of that Jack Johnson sort of feel, a little whimsical. Um, so when I hear her music, like I feel like I'm in the room with her. I feel like I'm right. sitting next to her. She's sitting right over here, and she's just performing, and it's very like intimate, you know. And it feels very like sort of raw, but it's it's beautiful. It's it's nice and and uplifting music. So I I, I really dug her sound, especially that one track.
0: Yeah, it was it was a cool story behind it too, right? Like she said, she's been listening to Elvis as uh, for for a long, long time. Her dad apparently. Um, is the front man of a fifties rock and roll band. So there you go. And okay. and, yeah. and she in conjunction with um wanting to cover the song, she she met a guy who traveled with her from uh I wanna say I think I got it written down here. New Orleans Nashville to New Orleans. And so she she went from Nashville to New Orleans and they went to the Elvis's Ha, um, museum, the Elvis Museum, and the house there, and 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 my my reason for cho- uh, choosing the song is I can I can relate, you know. Wise men say, you know, fools rush in, but it's it's hard. You sometimes right. you just can't help falling in love, right? Uh, and you, this attraction is so so quick, and you just want to like pounce. But it's got good to be slow, people. Right, oh, your role, people tortoise in the hair right yeah (laughs) for real They got digi shouting out you know tortoise in the hair love elvish wants to hear the cover well follow uh connie you can check it out all her links and everything and but yeah that's why i chose it
1: yeah i thought that this was a great check out so we encourage everyone out there to check her out uh it's really music that you can listen to at any situation but especially on a sunday afternoon on a day like this when we're just chilling out Put it in the background pick up a book or whatever and just listen to it it's beautiful stuff uh but we wanna we gotta wrap up here because we're kind of starting to go over time um i do think that we have some ideas that came out of this like i'd like to hear a rick Rubin show maybe we'll do a covers show like what would our favorite covers that'd be kind of an interesting concept too but i didn't want to talk about yes as you see on the bottom there our surprise announcement the contest and the tip jar so we, we do have a tip jar set up there uh, that V had mentioned off the top there. So far, the only tips are ways that we've gone so far is ways to improve our audio or, you know, certain things to, to make ourselves clearer. But, uh, you know, a little bit of do-re-me certainly helps out uh, so we can <laughs> do different sort of contests and giveaways and sort of interactive stuff. And the goal being that once we're out of this coronavirus, once we have something going here, we can go back to doing like maybe hosting some shows, doing some venues and some events. And certainly that would help us uh, along the ways with our planning and preparation about that. V, tell us about this contest, would you?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Dante. This is, uh, so this is the surprise announcement. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in and has stayed with us for almost 50 minutes, man. We love y'all. Yeah. We see you, Digi, Mario, Jody, James, Eric, Della, April, April. Those are some of the people who have been, you can't see all the comments today, Dante, but yeah, those are some of the people who've been chiming in. I've I've, I've tried to put some of them, some of them in, in the thing. So, um, whether you're watching live or whether you're watching at a later time, the contest of the week, well, I I don't know if it's, we're doing this weekly, but this week's contest is we are going to have merch. We're going to have a humble and hungry t-shirt. That we're going to send out to one lucky person. This is um, this is just a prototype right now. Okay, we don't have anything. It's yeah, like, lower <laughs> your
1: expectations out there, guys. Lower yeah. your expectations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a hey, but we'll see. You know, if we, people are feeling it, we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna press more potentially. But one exclusive shirt is gonna be delivered to a randomly selected person. Who tags two people in whatever platform they're using, whether it's Twitch, Facebook, YouTube? Um, you can go onto our Instagram. We're gonna have some, the promo there during the week, mm-hmm. and ask ask those two people to follow us, man, to check us out because we're we're trying to put we're trying to build this. We want to get this to more people. <clears throat> As I lose my voice. Um, We're trying to get this to more people. And the only way to do that is to get more people engaged in the community. So take take those two people and you can use the hashtag the humblest. And and yeah, that's basically it. Very simple first contest. And um, during the week, Jody or whoever is going to try and have, uh, we're going to have some uh, images of that humble and hungry t-shirt. That's
1: right. So basically it's a giveaway. You got to tag two people on any platform that you're using there, uh, hashtag the humblest, and you have your chance of winning a t-shirt. And yes, it's a, it's a wonderful prize for you, but selfishly for us, we are hoping to increase our engagement out there and increase our audience out there. So you do your part to help us out, and that just makes these shows a little bit better and a little bit more richer and more engaging for all of us out there. Right, uh, right. Forward to that. So look, stay tuned to our Instagram, especially because we will have uh, more information posted up there in the coming days.
0: Absolutely, I think that's all I got yeah oh I missed a few shows I don't know if I showed out Della and Blackwood they they chimed in for sure as well awesome. and oh in a little uh, surprise oh. last minute um surprise announcement in oh. two, in two weeks in two weeks I'm gonna I'm dropping a new track so y'all heard it here first before the pre-save comes out you guys are going to see two new, weeks
1: new Sunday news
0: are coming up and it's going to be coinciding with the theme of the week, which we're also very excited about
1: You're going to be, uh, that we're going to hype up in the next coming days. Uh, but before that, we have another show on Sunday. And then, like I said, the one after that, we're going to have brand new music coming out from the one and
0: only the Beckman. I love that. Thank love you, it. brother. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I for tuning it. in. I hope you guys found this one insightful. We love y'all. Enjoy your Sunday um, and stay cool, y'all. Stay cool. Thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> love you all guys. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.